You're listening to the Own the Build podcast, where each week, Paul Hemming from C-Link interviews experts on how SME developers and contractors can transform their business through intelligent construction management. Hello and welcome to episode 49, we're almost at 50, of the Own the Build podcast with me, Paul Hemming, and the ever-talkative, the ever-charming Liam Curley. How are you today, Liam? I'm wonderful. Thanks, Paul. How are you? (laughs) Very good, mate. Very good today, actually. I wasn't joking. What's so wonderful? I see you're wearing a new shirt today. I mean, it does feel like fresh fresh Liam Curley today that we're we're getting. Well, that's, that's not by design. I didn't iron my usual shirt, so I had pop tarts. I had pop tarts. Though I told you, that's what's really yeah. You did uh, have pop tarts. Really spiced up Monday. On a on a Monday, you had a pop tart. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're smirking from ear to ear. You're having a, you're having a lovely day today, aren't you? Yeah. I'm about to make your day. Uh... I won't do it. I won't do it again this year. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think this is actually coming out on the first of the fourth of January, by the way, Kel. So. Um, Perhaps you will do it again this year. Well, I didn't think about that, but <laughs> I probably <laughs> anyway, will do it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So today our episode is titled Do Construction Folk Make Good Developers? And today we are joined by Jay Munoz, who is a chartered civil engineer, a property developer, and a best selling author. Welcome to the show, Jay. How are you? Thank you so much, Paul, for having me today, first of all. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share my powerful message with all your audience. I'm very well indeed. Thanks for asking. Good, good. And Jay, important question. Did I pronounce your surname correctly there? That was a really good one, actually. Yeah, well, I, I my surname has got an ñ in Spanish, which is would it, would okay. it be in Muñoz. But to make it easier, Muñoz, Muñoz is absolutely fine. <laughs> and so it's kind of... It's not an A, it's a B, uh, you know, in terms of school. I know, Liam, you, you studied Spanish, so you know Spanish, and you were disappointed, clearly, but I thought that was yeah, all right. I thought it was absolutely awful what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean, Jay? It's, Love the banter. Kind of, I've done... I've done no, I've done forty nine episodes with this bloke now, and I'm still here. So <laughs> you're doing a great a job, job. Jay, Jay Munoz. Munoz, that's is that, perfect. Is that spot perfect. on, Jay? Spot on, spot on. Well done, oh, Liam. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <bro. laughs> so, Liam, are you a happy man? You're 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 a man who loves writing, and today I have brought another man who loves to write to the show. Yeah, I'm very happy. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing. Him. Hearing what Jay's got to to to, to, to share with us, hundred percent. So, Jay, so on on that note, Jay, tell us a little bit about you, your life experience, and then what you're doing in property and construction. Absolutely, yeah. So, me, Jay Munoz, born and raised in Colombia, and I basically decided to emigrate to the UK. I call it my tropical island. Not <laughs> about twenty years ago. When I finished my studies, I studied civil engineering back in Colombia, and I wanted to be a better engineer to improve myself. So I decided to come to the UK to learn English. And my plan was to go and immigrate to the States, do an MSc, and then go back home to Colombia. But then once I arrived over here in this beautiful place, I decided to stay and settle. 
So I decided to uh, go back home for a little while, uh, save a little bit of money, and come back and do the MSc here. So I did an MSc at Surrey University in 2003. I finished 2003. Decided to basically, and uh, my mindset at the time was corporate. So I needed a visa, uh, a work permit visa, or a student visa. Um, so I got the student visa first, but for me, in order to stay, I needed a work permit. So I had to go corporate anyway. So I started working for consultancies in the UK, and then I jumped into main contractor for a while. Then I was a client. I worked for ADF doing a nuclear power station, Hinkley Point C, in fact. And I went back and jumped into a main contractor to work for big, big, big main contractors in the UK. But then once I decided to just sort of let's say start my financial education and that started about 2006 i decided that property was the way forward at the time and i took property as a hobby in 2006 so i built a portfolio of properties but fast forward 2014 now being charted and everything i thought look at my bank account and look at the the portfolio that I built I managed to basically refinance a few properties. And I thought to myself, look, I've been doing property as a hobby, you know, more or less. I did a couple of courses at the beginning of my journey in 2006. And I've been working really hard, right? Uh, Leaving home really early in the morning at six o'clock, coming back home really late with very low energy for my family. What's the point? I need to do something about it. And I decided to just quit my job and I started my own property journey full time. And then I met now my business partner that came to knock on my door. And we basically decided to start Assets for Life, which is now basically my main Literally focus. came and knocked on your door. Yeah, this, this is the thing, right? One of those things that you call it destiny, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But this guy is an entrepreneur and he's been an entrepreneur. He's, he, he was like in his 20s. I've been in the corporate world, so it was a perfect fit, right? I had all the technical abilities, let's say, you know, I'm pretty good at spreadsheets and, you know, uh, having where the main contractors had, the designers had, I had a lot to bring. And then I said to Liam, a business partner now, I said, look, Liam, I've I've got so much in here, but we need, definitely need mentorship because this is the thing, guys, for me, buying someone else's input and experience, right? People might think it's, it's crazy to just to pay uh, 25 grand, which we pay at the beginning of our journeys to our mentors. You know, it was a crazy idea. It has been one of the best ones. You know, we started our journey basically paying mentors that were ahead of us, that shared the same values and principles. And then fast forward on the first year, when in my, let's say, a decade of doing property as a hobby, I had, you know, about 11 units. Within that first year, we did about 20, you know, you know, so what I did in one year with mentorship, you know, could have taken me ages, but we decided to go that route, started the mentorship. And then once we were successful, we thought, why don't we share it and do the same? So we're mentoring others. So I know that's a long introduction, <laughs> but pretty much that is what I do. So I do. It's a, it's a long and winding path. <laughs> yeah. I, what I do nowadays is basically property development, which I'm very passionate about houses. 
I've been homes for families. Uh, with we do have money in return. Some others we do it for charity. We do charity projects in Colombia where we build houses for free for people that in desperate need. And parallel to that, I educate, which I'm absolutely obsessed because property development is so simple. You don't need to be chartered. All you need to do is the right tools. Okay, have the right tools, and this is what I'm so passionate about the academy that I created with my business partner because we give that the people the right tools, you know, for, for start their journey, you know, in property. And 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 the academy that you have built, so you're a property developer and then you have this property academy where you're mentoring up and coming property developers. That's called Assets for Life, is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, that's the name of the academy. It's called Assets for Life, yeah. And what is your ethos? What kind of people are the kind of people that come to Assets for Life and say, Jay, give me some help. Absolutely. Please. You know, so many. It's a, I mean, this is the thing. We have customers from like out of school, straight out of school, 18-year-olds, down to people that are semi-retired, uh, that want to change because they they just want to have some freedom. At the end of the day, for me, it's about time, right? Do whatever, you know, having the time to do whatever, whatever you want, whatever you want. And they don't have that. When you're in a corporate world, you know you 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 someone else's you you someone else's owns that time. Uh, someone else is telling you what to do, and obviously the you, you know you're constrained, aren't you? So now, when I was in the corporate world, every time I asked for more than two weeks holiday, it was like, what the hell are you talking about? You cannot really leave this project, right? But nowadays, it's down to us, you know, it's down to us as as entrepreneurs to decide. What to do with, with our time? So it's about that. It's just find, buying that time freedom. Time is so valuable, isn't it? Absolutely. Is is it, for me the real currency is time. Forget about pesos or pounds or dollars. It's time, isn't it? I couldn't agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more, Jay. You're absolutely right. And so we wanted to talk today about you're a construction guy. I'm a construction guy. Liam, half construction guy ish, right, girls? Uh, to some to some degree, right? In terms of you're not a typical construction professional, but you've been in, in, in the industry for a very long time, so you understand it. But is that fair, Liv? You look like you, look like you want to chime in with a smart comment now. No, there's no, there's no point. I'll be wasting time. Let's just go with that. <laughs> so we want to talk about whether people from a construction background effectively make for good developers. So I want to talk to you about your transition from construction to development and the challenges that you faced. Absolutely, yeah. So the, the the transition from construction to development is, I think, for all the listeners, if you're in construction, you have a massive advantage, okay? A massive advantage because if you look at property development as a whole, the biggest risk is the construction element. You know, hiring a main contractor that uh, know what they're doing, okay, is your best asset. And being there yourself doing it yourself you know who to hire you know i got this is the, the beauty of it like being a contractor myself for several years using someone else's money someone obviously someone else was taking the risk is a great advantage so when i started my property let's say development career i had i was ahead of a lot of people but is what you know right and who you know sometimes i didn't have a clue about planning no idea I didn't have a clue about funding. No idea. I didn't have the context. So this is where my mentors gave me the, basically showed me the light. You know, they said, here are my contacts. 
here are my brokers to fund your projects. Here are the planning consultants that you need to talk to. Here are the architects that you need to point to get those schemes over the line. But the reality is that anything, anyone that is in construction that has done any type of developments for someone else has a clear, clear headwind and a massive advantage. And I would encourage anyone that is listening you know, to get into property development, have a read of my book that I'm sure we'll <laughs> chat about later because it's like a really nice transition. Like, you know, no-brainer for me. How? Because for me, I, I, when I, was, I feel like I'm growing a network now where I know lots of people in property as well as construction. But to me, I would always thought that the biggest challenge would have been finding the right plot of land. Yes, construction is... An important facet and if you understand that big win but i would have always looked at property and thought where i would need to improve and gain experience or have a partner would be in actually finding the land i'd have no idea how to find the right plot of land get the application on it for me the construction is the easy bit but that's what i would have thought would be so difficult but you, you, is that something what was your experience with that yeah i think finding the piece of land is down to consistency. This is what I teach as well, obviously doing a, a very quick feasibility study. But if you look at it, there's commercial agents there with lots of different opportunities that are direct to vendors way that we teach our students as well. So I, I think at the end of the day, if people don't get, they, 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 they're at it, they're consistent and they're persistent, they will get that deal. But yeah, it's, it's tricky sometimes to make it work because there's a lot of uh, opportunities out there that don't make financial sense. Areas where, you know, the pump square meter is far too low compared to the construction. And some some people just don't, that they don't get, they don't get the right tools uh, or the right mentorship. Sometimes they buy lemons that, you know, they can develop and, you know, and then they end up losing a lot of money, you know. So I think it's down to having the right, advice the right mentorship that shows you sort of the way because there are so many ways to source deals that are in fact there are deal sources as well they're specialized in finding deals for you all you need to do is just like pay them a fee for it if you're stuck with time you know so um you know once you kind of know they know how and 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 you know they're sort of the strategy to get to that piece of land to that piece of or you know our opportunity then uh, you know it, it, it is possible but it's down that's to half the challenge yeah half the challenge that's right yeah i, I was going to say i wonder whether because paul you said maybe you you thought that getting land was the the most challenging point but that's because you come from construction yeah it's, so it's, you, it's what you don't know isn't it it's probably what you yeah so the the biggest what you need is it helps if you are an expert in one of the areas of development but then one of the biggest strengths you can have is to rec is to be very good at recognizing what you're good at and then being very open to what where you need to grow and then being proactive in identifying how you can invest in that growth and and who you can who you can reach out to to support that growth like you've done like you have done Jay in the past and like what you are offering now yeah, uh, you basically uh, pressed accelerate. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, th the thing is, for anyone, you know, everyone is. If you look at it, you know, everyone would have a mentor in their life at any given point. You know, you start with mom and dad, right? 
then they're always obviously ahead of you, ahead of life. Then if you want to accelerate your growth in a particular area, it's completely opposite to what they teach you at school. They say, don't copy others, right? In, in property development, is the opposite. Copy others that have done it before. Then I just show you the shortcuts. And there's a lot of people that know well ahead of you in finding deals, you know, property development and so on and so forth. It's just picking the right ones for you. I think my advice on this one, Liam, is to people that when they start picking mentors in any given area that you want to be better at, you need to first, I think, you need to go back to basics and look at their values and principles, you know. Look at them. And if you if they're aligned with your values and principles, then look at it, whether they are ahead of you in that particular area. And if they're well ahead of you, obviously, you go and say, look, you know, how much you want, you know, I want the shortcut. Show me the shortcut. How, how can I get there quicker? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, Do you want that, 25K? It? Cause I've got it. Come on. Yeah, that's it. So you want to get, you want to go to A to B in the last possible time. And I guess, Jay, that's one of the best decisions you felt you've ever made. By far. By far, the, one of the best decisions in business that I have taken ever since I started my property journey, I have having that hand that hold me ever since I started my, my entrepreneurial life, you know, best decision ever. And I couldn't just, let's say, say out loud to all your listeners, you know, best decision you can make is just finding a mentor, <laughs> save your time, save yeah. your money, you know, and, and it's also the journey. The 25,000 pounds bought you five years or whatever of, uh, you know, so for 25,000 pounds, you saved yourself five years. Absolutely. And do I, do, I get my, do I get my money back? Yes. Do I get my time back? I don't, do I? Do you know what I mean? So that, that's it. You, you put it like there, there nicely, you know. They, you, people think, oh, you're paying a lot of money, you know. And, and you, you, you know, but I, I just said to some, look, I am where I am because of what I know, you know, what I learned from someone else, you know. They, yeah, they, and I mean, time is one of the greatest assets, if not the greatest asset to us all, isn't it? And look, let's talk more about what that gave you and what you're now doing right after this break, Jay. Own the Build is brought to you from our sponsor, C-Link. Software used by developers and main contractors to manage subcontract procurement in one place. Find subcontractors, automate tenders and contracts, control construction program, compare prices, and improve project profitability with C-Link. To find out more, head to c-link.com. Now back to the show. Okay, Jay, so we've learned lots about your history and your background and how you arrived to where you are today, which sounds great. I'm always interested to ask people about what things that they wish maybe they'd do differently or they wish they had done kind of differently in the past. Are you open to talking about any mistakes you made in the past as a developer? Is there something that you'd have done different in that transition from construction to development that our listeners could learn from? Absolutely. Okay. So I say entrepreneurship is like ups and down. It's like a roller coaster, continue uh, battle. I, I think one of the things that I started doing recently is meditation. So I took on a mentor about two years ago, and it was one of those that I think I should have done before. 
Okay, so I've been in I've been in the property development for nearly six, seven years now, and I decided to take on meditation two and a half years ago, roughly. And one of those things, I went to a mastermind with other developers. I belonged to a club in London, and there was this very inspiring guy giving a keynote, uh, a philanthropist. I'm in, I'm into that sort of thing as well. And I said, and asked him two questions. I said, look, the first question is, what is life well lived for you? Very good answer he gave me. And the second question was, what's your secret? You know, how are you so efficient? Because you're doing all of these things. He was doing big stuff. He was doing, you know, helping kids in India. He was from India, uh, set up several charities and stuff. And he said, have you ever done transcendental meditation? And I'm like, nope. Well, that is my secret. And uh, I decided to start like searching. I found a few courses in the UK. In the end, I couldn't do it. I procrastinated a little bit, but then I decided to hire a, a mentor in Spain. So I was in Spain with my kids and my other half, and I said to her, Look, I want you to teach us all transcendental meditation. And I've been doing it ever since. So I have my the entire family. Yeah, the entire family. So she did the, the little ones, she did she did <laughs> uh, us because I don't know, guys, you do meditation? You guys meditate? Have you ever tried? I do use the karma. I've not used, I've not, I did look into going down, uh, what's, it, what's it called, trends? Transcendental meditation. Yeah, I heard Tim Ferriss talking about it and then mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger and done it. Yeah. And, but you need to pay, you need to do the courses and everything to do it. And, I, and it is something that I would like to do, but I do amateurville yeah, of course. meditation. Yeah. That's 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 kind of how I would uh, describe it as well. Yeah, there's an aspiration to do it. I've heard and read a lot about what it can do for you, but every time I've tried to do it, I've always struggled to get out of my head. To be honest with you, and then kind of that makes me resistant to do it. It's really something I think you need to commit to, which I haven't been able to do as of yet. Yeah, create a habit for it. You know what I mean. But I think it's one of my most powerful habits. Uh, nowadays as a as, as as an entrepreneur is having the having that space for yourself what what has it given you jake nice. yeah absolutely look it's keep it, this is the beauty of it like my daughter described it the best possible way and i couldn't explain it better right she started reading about it it was she was studying about reading about buddha and you know how he he was a rich prince that wanted enlightenment and he went to look for it and he found it doing meditation and he explained to me, Daddy, the best way I can describe it is like, you know, when you have a balloon, you know, that you, you let's say you're pumping a balloon, yeah? <laughs> like that. So that is your head, right? So your head is full of <laughs> yeah. thoughts, right? Your head is full of stuff, right? But what you want to do in transcendental meditation is release the head of the balloon, okay? And then just, just go flat and there's no thoughts in your head. And this is when your mind rests, right? You need that rest, daily rest. And... To be honest with you, the book that I've just written this year, the title of the book, I asked my audience, you know, for sort of the sort of feedback. Okay, I had like a five different titles and they voted one. But you know what? I went back into it and then I wasn't happy with the title. But it was after the meditation that I came up with the title because I wanted to be so meaningful. Right, My book is called Property Metamorphosis, right? Because it's my transformation, right? from the right, obviously, from what I be what I was doing before to what I'm doing right now, and I want that transformation to happen to other people. And and I couldn't find a better word, and it was right to the meditation. Like it came out, like 
sometimes you come with these amazing ideas right after your mind is completely and utterly, uh, you know, there's no thoughts in your mind. And this is what meditation is about. It's nothing else but that. Having had the opportunity to, you know, to the rest. Yeah. And, and so is it something that you do daily, Jay? Yeah, I do. My, my routine daily is, my daily routine is wake up really early. When I, when I was writing the book, I used to wake up at four. But nowadays, I wake up about half five. I do exercise in the morning. Uh, I go to the gym. And then I go to uh, do my meditation in the sauna sometimes or outdoors when it's the summer with the sun. Nice. Oh, I love it. Uh, and then I go my cold shower. That's my routine, the daily routine. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's how I start my day. It's really re-energizing my body and my mind. So then I can, you know, I can tackle it as it comes, you know. I always think, like, if, and I'm not at Jay's level, but if you do it well, it's kind of like a massage for the brain. So when you've had a long day, if you if you if you're physically active, you know you might you might want to relax uh, your body with a massage, and the brain is no different. But you never it, it's constantly on, even when you're sleeping, it's constantly on dreaming. The massage gives you a massage. The uh, meditation. <laughs> Gives you that only moment when you can turn it off and yeah, you know, uh, yeah. let it breathe. Yeah, it's like it's like you know, this is the thing you nail it there, Liam. Like we always worry about the past or the future, don't we? Always, our brain is constantly worrying about everything. But the present reality—if you think about it, past or future is not our reality. Our reality is right now, where we are right now, right? And what that's what the meditation does for you too, like. Brings you down to the present moment, and and you know it's it's great for that too. Well, it's I mean this is this episode has become something I didn't think it would be, but this is a fascinating conversation. <laughs> this is this is what this is exactly what we're here for, isn't it? Just let the conversation flow. Absolutely, so, Jay. We've talked in the headline about your book, mm -hmm. Property Metamorphosis, um, but can you tell us what inspired you to write this book? Oh, amazing question. Okay, so basically, I was inspired by the book. When I started my, my mindset switch, okay, there's a book by Robert Kiyosaki called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That book completely and utterly changed the way I was seeing, the way I was, um, yeah, my mindset. So basically, before I read Poor Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I was claiming a ladder. I was leaning against the wrong wall, okay? I was the corporate ladder. Once I figured that, you know, why am I working on someone else's dream, right out of my own dreams. And I figured that I had to do something about it. So that book, basically, I don't know what you guys are familiar with what is called a Saturday moment. You know, you know what that means? Saturday moment. Explain it to us, Joe. Sure. Absolutely. Saturday moment is a moment in your life, guys, when you pass, you present and your future gets aligned. Okay. So when I read, when I was reading Restart Put That, and I'm like, oh my God, what the hell am I doing with my life? Okay. What the hell am I going to do now from now on? Right. So what inspired me to write the book is creating that Saturday moment to, for people. Okay. Because the, what, it, what the book does, I hope, so, so uh, is this, right? So you, I started the book with Mindset Switch. So why exactly the steps that I took, you know, to have that career sort of Mindset Switch and then it gives them tools as well to start. So Robert Kiyosaki did really well at changing my mindset, okay? So give me the tools to change the mindset. But I wanted something that had that, 
plus some tools and immediate tools that they could use to just start doing doing you know you know making it happen if you know what i mean and so rich dad poor dad is kind of a a book which talks about any person from any form of life right so is property metamorphosis a rich dad poor dad for people in construction and property as it's your story about actually getting out of construction and into property and, and what you can and the tools to do that effectively but is that a way of describing it yeah so so my book is actually no it hasn't been written for a particular person or or gender is there anyone that wants to have actually that do the career switch because there's this, this the beginning of the book is about mindset to switch your mindset for corporate to entrepreneurial and uh, that could be applied to anyone right and the second bit is for anyone that wants to take the career the development the property development as a as a tool as a vehicle to switch from one to the other if that makes sense so the beginning of the book let's say is applied to anyone and but if you are if you want to get so that's why i said to the you know with the, to the audience obviously construction based on all the construction mindset that they had a clear advantage because they the construction element they, they have it all they learn with someone else it's just so much easier for them so and so yeah. if i can do this and i'm sure this is going to be a difficult question perhaps so moving away from this first part of the book and focusing on the second part of the book where you are giving those tools to someone for these are the tools for property how would you summarize that journey relatively briefly considering this is a shortish podcast but that second half of the book what are the things that you need to do what are the advice steps of advice that you would give okay so once they have once you have the mindset clear okay that you want to take this route right you want to go property development what you need basically on your tool set is definitely someone that is ahead of you ideally giving you guidance at least for the first project because as anything is the first project that is the is the most difficult one and give you basically you need you need sort of a team okay so property development you would need someone to help you with planning consultant okay you need a planning consultant you need an architect to help you with you with your projects you need a fund funding as in broker that give you you know find you the money to to uh, develop then you need a uh, then once you start the once you find the project then you need a team to develop that so then you need mechanical and electrical engineers structural civil civil and structural engineers then you need a really good contractor obviously you need then do really good subcontractors if you're going to go a different route if you don't are going to go off to main contractor route or the construction management you go in the subcontractors then you need to stay agents or someone to sell you the units or or manage those units yeah so it's a team that you need really but at the end there's of the so day much, there's so many different stakeholders yeah absolutely yeah if you go joint venture partners money you know obviously you need the equity part and we teach that too you know we teach people how to raise i mean all in the majority of my, the projects we i have is zero over my own money is basically infinite return because once you know how and you know the risk you know, you know the rewards then you can go and convince someone else that has got money in the bank depreciating because this is what it is right when you have money in the bank let's face it is losing value the inflation is much higher especially now so especially right lose- now with the inflation that we're suffering yeah so then we offer 
uh, win-win, as in you pay them much better than the banks, right? Just lend me money because they know they know how. And then it's a win-win for all. And this is exactly what we do and what we teach. Because it's possible. You don't need tons and tons of money in property demand. I mean, you know, people get the wrong idea. It's, it's really the know-how. Understanding the whole thing. And the other thing, just to finalize also, is that, right, look, property development is like being an orchestra director. That's all you need to do, right? I know I'm a charter civil engineer, but now I'm appointing charter civil engineers to work for me, you know? And all you need to do is finding the right people that uh, have that skill that you need and managing that process. That's all you need to do at any given point. And if you are a construction experienced professional, many of those people or many of those skill sets you have actually ticked off because you know know the industry and, and you know the challenges that you can face. Well, Jay... To say you are a fascinating individual would probably be an understatement. It's been absolutely brilliant to have you on the show. Thank you so much. For all of our listeners, do you want to explain where they can find you, where they can reach you? Absolutely. Thanks ever so much for giving me the opportunity. Um, and nothing special, by the way, nothing. <laughs> I'm just like a really stubborn dreamer. That's all I am, okay? But where people can find me is, yes, I, I have an Instagram account. It's jmunos, A-F-L, Alpha Foxtrot Lima, jmunos, my surname, uh, my full name, and plus A-F-L. Then I've got a uh, community in Facebook. It's called Assets for Life community that anyone can be part of there's plenty of information that we share there i do also youtube videos on a constant basis sharing my journey sharing my experience so we got a youtube page assets for life that i do with my business partner i've written uh, two books right uh, uh, up today I'm, I'm actually reaching a third one as we speak on um, how to build a passive house on a budget, I'm doing actually my own pass, building my own passive house. But my book is called Property Metamorphosis. Uh, Jay Munoz, uh, very proud of it. Hopefully, help you with the journeys. And then another, I got another publication called My AFA Journey that is up uh, to help entrepreneurs manage their time much better. And then, yeah, so that's that's where they can find me. You can be you can be reached everywhere, Jay. You're all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> and we'll, we'll be putting some of Jay's details on the uh, description of the podcast so you can follow the link there as well. And Fantastic. Liam, is there anything you would like to add, my friend? No, Jay's covered it all. He's, uh, it's been great speaking with Jay and uh, it's been uh, fascinating hearing your journey. And look forward to seeing uh, everything new that's, that you've got coming out. Thank you very much, Liam. Much appreciate your time, buddy. And awesome. all that's left to be said, Jay, is a big thank you from everyone at Own the Build. And uh, I will see. I will speak to you soon. Liam, you have the pleasure of seeing me next week, my friend. I do. Looking forward to it. <laughs> see you, Jeds. Thanks. Awesome. Cheers, then. All the Bye. best. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.